0: America's founders knew power corrupts. And ultimate power corrupts ultimately. And absolute power corrupts absolutely. That's why they built in checks and balances to prevent any one group from seizing all power.
1: And that's why our president is elected by a college of electors to protect the rights of little states like Delaware and Wyoming against giants like New York and California. After all, our country is a republic, the United States of America, not the United State. Our states are independent, sovereign powers who created the federal government, not the other way around.
2: And that's why all power ultimately lies in we the people and the states, not a central dictatorship of cronies. Did you know that? Thank God for the U.S. Constitution.
1: Find out more how our amazing Constitution and Bill of Rights protect us, the citizens, against power craves politicians in Washington. Help us take back America. Go to OurAmericanRights.com. Brought to you by the American Media Council
3: positive for covid what yeah i know and i was with him sunday night but i haven't yet but i'm gonna get a double check on the way home from work today so weird stuff oh gotta roll hold on the following is a live copyrighted presentation ladies and gentlemen it's time now for RadiolawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadiolawTalk.com.
2: Welcome to the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes, sometimes informative show on earth. I'm Frederick Penny, your host, with Denise Dirks. we got Todd Cunin. We've got... Uh, Uh, Our friend over there, Cal Hunter. Uh, You know what? I'm going to tell you guys something.
3: Every Uh, time I say something correct, I'm going to play the...
2: Okay, play it, play it. Let me tell you something. The epiphanies I get on my drive to the studio, it it just amazes me. I think I should be driving to the studio and back all day long because I get great thoughts. And let me tell you the thought I had. Great thoughts. Again, this is the 24th. Yes, this is the great (laughs) And, and And the thoughts I get are just... I, you know, I wonder if I could just conquer the world with those thoughts. And I was thinking, we are not a political um, show here. And, and what's nice about it is we'll argue all sides. We're lawyers. We can argue both sides, and we do. And and probably most of you don't know all of our political uh, leanings, which is good. Um, but here's the deal. I figured out the best way to figure out who's going to win the election. Biden or, or – I've got it. Biden, I, I know – and I know how to do to run a poll. Now you've got I, Denise's I, interest. Like Ready for this? Phone? Yeah, this is going to be the most interesting thing. Listen up. Turn you the volume up. I've I I'm serious. I have figured it out, and it's on the way here. This the way to pull things. You know the polls are all off. Oh, this poll's going to have the poll. It's simple. What you have to do is go around and add up all the pickup trucks in the United States. All right. <laughs> add those up. On the other side, end up the Priuses and the um, Subaru wagons oh, yeah. and the, uh, the 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 Toyota Lexus hybrid. No, 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 <laughs> no. Just because you have to just grab a. The reason I say it, Denise, is there are like a lot of in betweens. Like a Lexus hybrid might be both.
3: Yeah, but but and, there's, and my hybrids in between. There, yeah, yeah, there's right,
2: there's right. it's <laughs> so clear a pickup truck is going Trump, but I saw you know I saw a couple of a Subaru and I saw a Toyota wagon driving. There's Biden stickers all over the place, you know. And I'm saying to myself, and then, I, by the way, I did see, see a uh, a Prius driving, and it said, I'm not a liberal sticker on it. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, so,
3: I saw one in writing where the guy had NRA stickers <laughs> plastered all over his so Prius. So we wouldn't get run off the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh,
2: that's all you have to do is go to statistics and say, well. Trump's winning because there's this many pickups more than that, or Biden's winning because it's this many more Subaru uh, Wagoneers and uh, it just, uh, Priuses. I, that, isn't that a great
0: thought? Yeah, nope. just just go ahead and look at uh, Car and Driver magazine or whatever mm-hmm. when they go and they publish the uh, who sold the most pickup trucks, and it, it Ford is having a banner year Again. of right. Super Duty diesel pickup trucks. Whoa. That's a lot of Trump votes.
2: <laughs> That's a lot. Well,
3: I mean, when all those truck guys go, "Wait a minute, no more fossil fuel," and I just put sixty grand into a pickup truck. Uh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> How's that? But I'm telling you, I was. I,
2: you know, now I know the Subaru wagons and I know the Priuses, but I've seen a couple of Toyota. This it's the smaller ones. You know, they're not the big ones. The Toyota wagons. You know, like mm-hmm. station yeah. wagon. Biden stickers slammed all over those things. So, yeah. again, I think it's about cars. We just have to add up the cars. Take the tweeners, like Denise said, you know, the Lexus hybrid, because there's both. There's both. There's going to be an attorney. With those 50-50. Yeah, I think right. those are all. You know, sixty-four. But but the, you guys, we're going to make millions. Well, the, we don't have to do radio law talk well, anymore. Well, well, listen, listen. So that
0: that make, that that makes
2: me wonder. Yes.
0: You know, because everybody's talking about the originalist and the what were the founding fathers and what happened. So so what is it that the Fred Penny of 17, say 90, uh-huh. said when he came in to? To do the uh, the public, it's not a radio show, it was right. just we were talking. talking. So I figured it out. I figured it out. Here's my epiphany. I looked around, and if you see somebody riding their goat in, they're probably voting for the Democrat. Now, if somebody's driving, riding in their Arabian horse or their Clydesdale, uh, my guess
2: is they're voting for Jefferson. You no, know, What so- I would have probably done is just saying, when are you guys going to invent the toilet that's the first thing I'm going to do. Is gonna
0: yeah, roll yeah. In, well, in, because in, in it's 1700s. all it's all about that.
2: Look. <laughs> look, look, not the not the can on the ship. You know, I'm looking for the the Toto machine. You know, that's what <laughs> I'd be asking. Uh, you know what? Uh, you can call us at 855 Law Radio. Remember, 855 Law Radio. Denise, do your thing.
4: 855
2: 529 7234. You can go to Twitter, Instagram. I I, tweet, I, I went to our you Instagram. Tweeted? I, tweet I tweeted where I am.
0: Go to our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> he's, back, he's back to the
2: toilet there. <laughs> <laughs> go to our Instagram. Look what I tweeted out or what I put out on our Instagram. That's kind of fun and interesting. Um, remember, we're talking about general topics of law. We're not giving you legal advice. Uh, seek local counsel. Don't use us unless you're around the dinner table with your in laws. That's the only time you can use us. Uh, today, we're going to have a case or no case. We're going to talk about uh, <laughs> Epstein. Uh, actually, not Epstein, Maxwell, uh, his uh, associate. They actually did release her um, deposition from a civil suit. We're going to discuss that. We're going to talk about how do you like that, Todd? Uh, Amy Coney Barrett. We're going to talk about her. We're going to talk about some interesting things about this University of Utah case. That was just bizarre how a, a settlement just occurred uh, with this athlete that was killed by a former boyfriend, oh, yeah. and and uh, there this is an interesting um, legal and I'm going to say civil legal case that I want to discuss. Yeah, um, and because Denise, as you guys know, or is a um, is a family law attorney, and Todd's a former prosecutor for uh, multiple DA's offices, more than one. Uh, I'm a not, not because lawyer. I kept
0: getting fired, mind you. It, no, was, no. Uh, it was because I, I moved.
2: Well, <laughs> his, wife, because his wife kept
3: leaving. Before him. a new guy got elected. <laughs> no, yeah, no, oh, ow, his ow. wife kept leaving him. So, anyway,
2: uh, <laughs> this, this is a hammer on the, on the uh, person. <laughs> Is there anyone you want to hammer on right now, Cal or Denise? No, well,
3: I mean, I was just going to say, every time Todd got a new cat, he had to move again. Well, you know. Which is pretty normal, I think. So today? 16 different
0: residences.
2: (laughs) And let me tell you, if you want to email us, go to info at radiolawtalk.com. Here's the best part about this show. The best part is this show, it's a three-hour show. Some of you, uh, your station, I don't know why, only carries two hours or the last two, whatever. You can go to www.radiolawtalk.com, and you can listen live. So if your your radio station, by the way, we keep getting more and more stations grabbing us, uh, is only uh, turning on the first hour, just say, okay, thanks, and turn on our radiolawtalk.com and click listen live. You can listen to the rest of it. And it's free. It's free. Now, what happened, we have two minutes, and I know that we're doing a lot of anecdotal stuff. What happened this past week is important to note is that I paid for dinner for Denise and, and and. and uh, Todd, and, and I did pay for lunch. And a Subway so T- sandwich Todd for Todd, Todd. I know, Todd. I know. Yeah. He always laughs at me when I do that, just because I pause. Because his, his brother Dave is a friend of mine, too.
0: But doing a show with him for three years. I did say Todd. Three, yeah, sitting here, did I tell you and, your and, brother and, called me uh, and, uh, this week? Every time he looks at me, I see that it was a... Is this Dave
2: or Todd? <laughs> <laughs> a Dave on my brain, man. Uh, my brother called you? He called me. Oh, I'll brother. talk to you about it later. Yeah, oh, brother. So, uh, anyway, I, I paid for their. We had a nice dinner. It was nice Because dinner. on case or no case, whoever gets the 50 points first is the winner, and the other co-hosts have to uh, buy their dinner. And I've lost twice, so I had to buy for both, and Cal wasn't around, so I bought him. You guys had steak. Yes. Cal got ready for this. A <laughs> six-inch Subway, subway foot long. <laughs> a whole he got, three wait, bucks. Wait,
0: he got a six inch foot long.
2: How does that happen?
3: Well, oh, it's you're right, Subway. A That's a lawsuit. Remember, there's a half lawsuit footlong.
0: there.
2: That's right. Okay, all right. And all right. I bought it for him. So I took care of my duty. I gave you guys steaks so for over $100. And he got a uh, a six inch for about. It was you know. like three
3: fifty something like that.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I, mean, I don't, I don't, I think I got the foot line and cut it in half. I'm getting two fifty I ain't
0: even touching that
2: one. All right, <laughs> we'll be back after this. That's crazy, people.
3: We have much radio lot talk coming up here, including case or no case, and dozens of cases about which we speak. That's coming up next right here on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back.
5: That's 800-918-1376 Ever wonder how the credit card companies make their money? Well, think about this. If you owe $25,000 on five different credit cards and you make your minimum payments every month, Here's what it's going to cost you. Are you sitting down? You'll shell out over 13 grand in additional interest, and it's going to take over 13 years to pay off your original $25,000 balance. That's how they make money. Now it's your turn to fight back by calling the Debt Solutions Network. We'll work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. We promise we can and will reduce your debt. Call right now for a free 15-minute debt analysis. 866-451-3328.
6: 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. That's 866-451-DEBT.
3: Boys are weird. You're a whiner. This is Radio Law Talk.
2: We're at the best part of Radio Law Talk. That is Case or No Case, Cal.
3: Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Alright, here we go. I take you to New York City. The city so nice they had to name it twice. New York, New York where Aaron Schnorr was a screenwriter yearning for a little adventure. This New York City man decided a mechanical bull ride would be in order. (laughs) There was one bar with such a beast at the time called Johnny Utah's, and on the door was a sign saying, Do not ride the mechanical bull if you're intoxicated. And if you have to ride the mechanical bull, you have to sign a waiver. Well, Schnorr got all liquored up and signed the waiver anyway. And he got bucked off, and he got hurt. So he said, I, I hurt my arm. And he said, I was drunk, and, and a promise I make while I'm drunk isn't valid. He wanted someone to pay for his medical bills and some minor damages. And I ask you, Denise, I think it's your turn to go first now. I ask you, case. <laughs> Denise, i see the I hate you look. Case. <laughs> case or no case. What say you?
4: Um, what was the name of the bar?
3: At Johnny,
0: Utah. Oh. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Really. Johnny Utah. Utah's. Uh, Johnny Utah's. Yeah. Okay. Now, you can Google it if you want. No, well, you can't now. Well, no, yeah. I'm not going to Google it right yeah. now. Yeah. I just yeah. I just wonder if there's a point break anywhere in there. But uh, go anyway. on.
4: Thanks for giving me a little time there to think.
3: least
0: I
4: can
3: do it. Utah's here to serve. There ain't nothing to think screen about.
4: Screenwriter, <laughs> he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. He was all liquored up. Mm-hmm. And he signed a waiver. He did. And I think the waiver would be binding, whether he's... Liquored up or not, hmm. and um, there was a warning on the door that says, "Do not ride it if you're drunk." So this is a perfect case. Um, I think it's not a case. Okay, this is the
3: perfect case of no case.
0: Yep.
4: yep.
3: Perfect no case. Very well, Mr. Penny. What say you? Did the did the guy get drunk in Johnny Utahs and want to reclaim? His demages, so to speak.
2: Here's a few issues we got to take into consideration. Okay. One, never follow Denise, what she says. When <laughs> I do it, it's always wrong. It's like it, it, Denise could be, she's smart as a whip, but if I follow her, I, I jinx the whole thing. And so that tells me, I have to say, no. Uh, it is a case on that one. But then I go back and say to myself, Aaron, snore. 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 S-C-H-N-O-R-E. Yes, I'm sure that's the way you spelled it, Screen Cal. writer. <laughs> I'm sure you spelled it, Snore. <laughs> and then Johnny Utah. It just doesn't add up. And it's too simple of a case. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go. So I've got a, a dichotomy. I've got this. Every time I, I try to go against Cal because it's so simple, I'm wrong. If I join um, Denise, I'm wrong. So either way I'm going to be wrong, I'm with Denise. It's not a case. <laughs>
3: All right. Very well. And, uh, Mr. Kunin, what say you? Did Mr. Schnorr try to recover drunken cowboy damages from Johnny Utah's? Well, you know the the thing that struck me
0: about Johnny Utah's, and the reason I said, well, we'll give you a Point Break on that, is because in the movie Point Break, Keanu Reeves' title character was Johnny Utah. That was the name of his well, as an FBI it, agent.
3: Perhaps it developed into a bar.
0: Uh, it, it could have, and we have a screenwriter here. I'm going to just buck the trend and say, um, <laughs> I that, see what you did there. This buck is, the trend. Yeah, yeah, see, see. <laughs> nice. I'm going to say that this is a case, but I am going to rely on what I have learned. From my esteemed colleague Fred Penny, which is when it comes to waivers, you can sign all the waivers you want, but a waiver will never cure negligence. You can't sign away and get a waiver most for negligence. In, in most negligence most, most. and stuff. So, and if the person was there and was drunk, sure there might have been a thing saying "Don't ride the bull if you're drunk," which is good advice whether you're at a bar or out on the range. Yeah, but exactly. um, so, if if you're if you allow somebody that you look at and you say oh my gosh they are clearly inebriated and you still let them on the bull i think that this is a case and i think that johnny utah's despite the similarity to keanu reeves's character and name wins so you could say that. Wait, The guy wins or I the think, bar? I think the, bar. the guy
3: wins. The guy wins. Oh, the guy. guy. The
0: guy wins. Yes, yes. The so I'm just saying bar. that Against getting
3: thrown bar. off a bull could cost the bar a few bucks. It could cost the bar a <laughs> the, few bucks. a bucking bull humor there. Yes. Well, good okay. job, Cal.
2: Right. That was really smart. That was a good so, case. So. Case
3: plaintiff wins. Okay, so now I'm going to ask you, uh, how many of you said this was a case? That would be uh, Mr. Cunin. How many, uh, well, okay, so, uh, well, congratulations. <laughs> oh,
2: I <my> can <God, laughs> oh, it! Every time,
3: that, Denise, I should just don't follow you. How many of you said that the plaintiff won in this case? That would be Oh, Todd! Congratulations, Todd! Yeah. <laughs> <Hey, laughs> Relying oh, oh, on
0: what I've learned <laughs> from, from Fred, Fred Penny. penny. <laughs> oh. and, and,
3: and the the judge oh. actually, you know what? Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute! I lied. What? The the judge ruled that even though Mr. Schnorr was drunk, he obviously wasn't too drunk to sign a waiver, and held oh. that the waiver was in effect and that Johnny Utahs didn't owe him a penny. I'm sorry. So uh, the other.
4: Oh, uh, you got one.
3: Yeah, you got so one. So I didn't him a I, a penny. With that. So I didn't mess you up there. But anyway, at any rate. Do I get a bonus point for the mental suffering I just felt by yeah, feeling for the like I won? <laughs> <laughs> you have a chance to pick one up next time when I have another three dog night, case or no case for right. you. You right. know what you
2: could do for him to help Todd out. You can uh, give him a, a little child say. One of the child, uh, one of those little kids, what's the little uh, kid thing? I don't know, got a kid. I could come up with
3: one that says something like.
0: Stop yeah. whining. Perfect, yeah. perfect, perfect. Yeah, I could do something. Oh, come on. Yeah, that's a good one. Give him something else.
2: Cal, yeah, give him one more just to make him feel better. Okay, well, I just got one more, more here. Oh, stop it! Oh, I feel so much better. <laughs> now. Uh, does that feel better the enough? trifecta. <laughs> well, when we come back, we are going to come back. I think. I think we. Got, we don't have time to get into Epstein. We're, I mean, Epstein and Maxwell. Maxwell, by the way, is the assistant to Epstein, who is, uh, if you don't know what's going on, you better go back to reading some. But uh, the guy with the jets and the private island. Uh, and her transcript. The courts. We've been talking about it. Has finally released the transcript from her former civil trial. That went on the deposition, the deposition yeah. and uh, some interesting things. The redactions, there's redactions in there that are interesting that we're going to talk about when we come back. And what a redaction is, the courts are saying we're going to allow this to come out, but there's certain things we're not going to allow. And we'll be back and talk about that.
3: And after the redactions, how many people heaved a sigh of relief? Whew. My name didn't show up, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Woo! Yeah. We'll be right back with more Radio Law Talk in 5 minutes and 15 seconds. Bottom of the hour break is coming up, and we'll continue after that. Stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com.
1: At TicketChocolate.com, we believe that simplicity is best. We also know that chocolate is one of life's finest things that can help you savor your greatest moments. Late night visits with old friends, overdue romantic moments, and quiet mornings, all to yourself. See their wide variety like hot chocolate sticks or creamy marshmallows and a lot more at TicketChocolate.com. They remind busy people like you to take time for the pleasure small things can give. TicketChocolate.com, where simplicity is best.
5: If you pay my fee, I'll take your case.
3: Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com
2: So who wants to give a brief overview as to Todd about, uh, as to Todd, I said Todd, Maxwell and Epstein. Just a very brief you know, sky-high overview of what, what this thing's about, those who have not been following this at
0: Okay, all. so the sky-high overview, and the captain has just turned off the fasten your seatbelt signs. We are now cruising at 30,000 feet, and this is the sky-high. <laughs> well, I'm sure that you should have led <laughs> well, with that, but that's and, what happened. And, and there we go. So uh, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, wealthy individual, the source of his wealth is still somewhat... Murky, but it claims it was in the financial industry. Had a lot of powerful friends and was accused of several allegations that on his private island, down in the uh, was it the Caribbean or to or the Virgin Islands, Okay, so in his private island, that there were um, untoward. Sexual activities going on between adult males and underage females, and that there were uh, allegedly a list of high-profile names on his Jeffrey Epstein's private jet that would frequent that island. And those are the allegations that go on.
4: Yeah, it was also at his home in New York.
0: And, and in his home in New York, but <laughs> yeah. still, that was the lifestyle that he was uh, that he was procuring these sexual favors with underage females for his powerful friends. Now, and, his and, assistant. Yeah. And now his assistant, Maxwell. Now, uh, Epstein, uh, as uh, you oh. know, was arrested and um, died while in custody. We won't get into the circumstances surrounding as There's also a debate as to that. His former assistant, last name Maxwell, whose first name I still can't pronounce. Was it like that? Juslaine, I Giseline, think. Maxwell. Uh-huh. She has now been uh, indicted. and She is facing... Uh, criminal complaints or criminal charges for being a person who helped procure the underage females for these activities. That's what she's accused of. And what happened recently was in a previous civil lawsuit filed by one of the then, and now an adult, but at the time underage uh, female, in the previous civil lawsuit, uh, Maxwell gave a deposition. And in the deposition, revealed information about her relationship with Epstein and participation or lack thereof, whatever the case may be, in the activities that Epstein was accused of having engaged in. And so the big fight, because Maxwell thought that this deposition was supposed to be sealed, was not going to be released, and the big fight most recently was... That uh, prosecutors and folks wanted this deposition unsealed, and Maxwell was fighting it, saying, "If you unseal that deposition, I will be denied due process in the criminal trial that I am now facing." And it was back and forth. And this last was it: Friday, Thursday, Friday. After all of the legal wranglings back and forth, the 400-page transcript that was previously sealed was released with some redaction.
4: The, there's only yeah, and redaction o- means the words are blacked
2: out, yes. so you can't. Read the full context.
0: Or the persons about whom um, certain statements were being
2: made. So uh, yeah. the the one minor thing, I believe it was a newspaper that brought this under the um,
0: Freedom, of Freedom of Information Act. Under Information under Act. FOIA, yeah,
2: yeah mm-hmm. and that's how this was, I don't believe either side really wanted them or asked for them to be disclosed. Just, that's just the one minor thing. Yeah. I believe, Todd, that's the, that's the deal. So... The transcripts come out, yep. and we as lawyers uh, know that – and this is not, you know, ooh, they redacted things. This happens quite often. It does. Uh, and people are like, oh, what, what's, what are the courts doing? What are this is all the time. And there's certain things that are confidential and, and, and shouldn't be revealed, and this is why I'm going to jump on the, my little soapbox. The, you know, here's a civil case. That a civil case is coming forward, they still have their Fifth Amendment right. You know, they can plead mm-hmm. the Fifth. Right, but they don't because they know, and Maxwell or any other people knew. Okay, this is a, a protected document that is sealed that we've all agreed on, and that can't nothing can come out. Therefore, I can willingly open up, you know, or not necessarily open up, but at least I can testify. And so that's what I worry about it, of them opening stuff like this up.
4: Yeah, it's, um, the, it's starting to see the um, the failure of the NDAs, mm-hmm. you know, the non-disclosure agreements, because um, presumably that previous case was settled,
1: right? Yeah, right it was presumably
4: right. settled. So you know there was agreements to seal documents, agreements not to talk about things and all of that. And right now there's a lot of cases coming down that are dealing with, sexual misconduct allegations and the demise, if you will, of, a, of the non-disclosure agreements. Yeah, and,
0: and these are the contexts we see this in when, when the non-disclosure agreement is You and I love the way you put that, the demise of the NDA. I mean, how many times have we seen somebody now running for political office, and that there was a claim against them, and, and they settled it, and they were subject to the NDAs, and now you've got people, and I think there's a case we're gonna actually going to cover that's similar to this, where people mm-hmm. are going, let insert the name of former plaintiff here, let them speak, don't hold the NDA over their head, and now Now the political candidate has to make this decision, well, if I want to keep running, do I go ahead and and release the person that sued me previously from the NDA that I have with them? In in this scenario, the value of a non-disclosure agreement is diminished greatly. Look what happened to Bill Cosby. He thought he had essentially a non-disclosure agreement or a uh, non-prosecution agreement based upon his willingness to give disclosures. That was undone. He's sitting in prison now because of it. And if there is no integrity that you can put on that agreement, if there is no faith that you can put in that agreement at the time you're entering into it, I see things coming to a
2: dramatic halt in all phases of litigation, it's going to ice this. It's going to cause an icing issue. Yeah, you know? it's going to. It. And Todd knows this, and we know this, Denise. But Todd knows it more than us, probably. There's a lot of times people just said, "Look, I'll I'll take a plea, 'cause look, <clears throat> I know I'm I'm innocent, but the odds of me being found guilty are 50-50. And as Todd always says, it's either 30 years in prison or probation for a year. You yeah. know, what do you take? Well, you take the probation for you, even if you didn't do it just to just for the odds. But guess what? Well, you also do that de- with a civil action, too. Yeah. Which is
3: why I went to San Quentin once in the capacity of my as a news reporter. I took my camera. I'm going around doing a death row story. And several people came up and chatted with me because I had a camera. And I said, so what caused you to be here? Bad deal with the D.A., man. I'm innocent. I did not talk to one guilty person in San Quentin, and this is <laughs> yeah. why. That's why. lie from <laughs> Shawshank. For right. Only guilty true. man in Shawshank. <laughs> no, no, but it's absolutely true that I did not speak with one, even the guy from my home county on death row. He said, Cal, I took a lousy deal with the D.A. I, I rolled the dice, and I lost. You're making a great point here.
4: Sometimes, and I'm not
2: saying yeah, they're all that yeah. way, but 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 you have to think about that if you're being prosecuted. And
4: the the toll it takes on your family, the toll it takes on you personally, that stress.
2: I mean, there's a lot of reasons why you would opt to just you know take and a it deal. And it is a civil case too, it's the same thing. As a lawyer in civil, a lot of people say, well, okay, yeah, I, you know, I ran you know, I <clears throat> I caused part of this accident in California. It's a you know you can apportion fault, and I don't believe I did. I think I'm in the right, but you know I'll pay X amount of dollars just to get rid of this thing, and 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 they sign these documents that say we're not admitting anything. Yeah. So,
0: if you've tuned into Radio Law Talk at all or much over the last year, you've probably heard the name Johnny Depp, right? Yes. You've heard that <laughs> I was come thinking up. of that too. And so, so <laughs> this is a, this is what we're talking about is a good example, in my opinion, of why Mr. Depp is. Fighting for his name and fighting charges or filing lawsuits because somebody could look at Johnny Depp and say, look, the amount you stand to gain is far less than the amount maybe you're spending in lawyers' fees. But I could see Depp looking at it going, you know, I I got the money to fight it, one. And two, it's the principle of the matter because if you just roll over
3: and don't say anything, then the public thinks that whatever was said about you is true. And three, right. how do you get your name back once that stuff is pasted on the wall?
4: Yes, right? yeah and- Justin Bieber's another example of that um where somebody had said that he had inappropriate relations with. With um, her in that case, and he had to stand up and say no. And I'm standing up for my yeah. my reputation. Right.
0: Right. And, and so and so you see the flip side. If they don't stand up for themselves, you see what happens in cases where somebody in a in a plea deal, typically in the criminal law context, they'll enter a plea of nolo contendre or some jurisdictions they call it no contest. And it's what you said, Fred. I'm just not going to contest the charges. I'm not necessarily going to admit that I did that, but um, given what I'm being offered, this is what I am willing to take to make this go away. Because I can't afford to defend myself. I can't afford to deal with the outcome if I am wrongfully convicted. And guess what? People are wrongfully convicted all the time.
4: Well, it's like the grandfather with the tr- the child on the ship, right? Yes. It's like he just pled guilty to something and he doesn't think he did. But it had to come to an end. If they uh, need to grieve the child, the loss of the child. And yeah. his family was suffering.
2: We're going to be back and talk about some of the things that were in the transcript when we when we come back Cal, you can take us out and do it professionally for us, okay?
3: I'll do my best. We thank you for listening to Radio Law Talk and remind you that Radio Law Talk is live 9 to noon every Saturday Pacific, and if you don't hear it then on your radio station and you'd rather listen to it then you may, free at radiolawtalk.com. Click the listen now button. We'll be back.
5: ever wonder how the credit card companies make their money well think about this if you owe twenty five thousand dollars on five different credit cards and you make your minimum payments every month Here's what it's going to cost you. Are you sitting down? You'll shell out over 13 grand in additional interest, and it's going to take over 13 years to pay off your original $25,000 balance. That's how they make money. Now it's your turn to fight back by calling the Debt Solutions Network. We'll work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. We promise we can and will reduce your debt. Call right now for a free 15-minute debt analysis. 866-451-3328.
6: 866-451-3328. 866-451-3328. That's 866-451-DEBT. 800-814-5108. 814 5108 That's 800-814-5108.
7: Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest. To walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life. Majestic and grand, they clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big. And now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members Together, we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit ArborDay.org. See how you can help.
2: Radio Lata. I like that show. Oh, come on.
3: You're listening to Radio Law Talk. And now back to the show.
2: So if you want to call us, you can call us at 855-LAW-RADIO. Again, 855-LAW-RADIO, 855-529-7234. Uh, again, 7234, 529-7234. You know, uh, what, what's interesting, you're thinking, okay, this 400-page this transcript is going to come out. There's redactions. And uh, as I read some of the stuff, it's like, uh, ho-hum. You know, and actually what happened is is exactly what, what I thought would happen. She denies everything. You know, there's, yeah. there's just like, no, I didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. No, nope, that's not true. I didn't do that. No, I didn't do that. The, the one thing that I found interesting
0: from the transcript was uh, the manner in which the attorneys were asking questions. There's a... There is a, uh, an example that we are often given when you go to some sort of course on how to do cross-examination or direct examination about asking the loaded question and things like that. For example, uh, when did you stop beating your wife? Well, You you can't give a good answer to that question because if you say, uh, I've never stopped beating my wife, what's the what's the inherent allegation? That you beat your wife, right? If you say, well, I stopped beating my wife five years ago, what's the inherent allegation? That okay. used to beat then I used to beat my wife. What if you never beat your wife, right?
4: Yeah, it's, and, I call them the, it doesn't matter the answer. Exactly. The question that it doesn't matter which way they answer that question is going to get them.
0: And And so what I <laughs> saw in the transcript is that there were a lot of those type questions that were asked of Maxwell. For example, this one here, uh, I think the attorney asked her, mm-hmm. uh, let's see.
2: Yeah. Go ahead, I don't know what you're getting to. So he's asking her about recruiting girls, and she said she said this. You don't ask me a question like that, she replied. First of all, you're trying to trap me. I, I will not be trapped. You're asking me if I recruit... I told you no. But he asks it in multiple different ways. And this was the question.
0: The question was, quote, have you ever said to anybody that you recruit girls to take the pressure off you so you won't have to have sex with Jeffrey? Have you ever said that? Well, that is a loaded question. Because if you say, no, I never said that to anybody, then the follow-up is, but so you didn't want to have sex with Jeffrey? Because you can't answer the second part of that question if your focus is on whether or not you had answered that. Of course, if you say, well, no, I never didn't want to have sex with Jeffrey, then it leaves open the first part of the question was, oh, so you did recruit him. This is That's not the reason why. It's a loaded
4: question. And she's currently being charged with perjury, and I think that she did, did – uh, made that mistake, quite honestly, because yeah. first she says, I never – Um, let underage children or uh, girls come in. I've never recruited them. I never brought them in. And then at the end, she talks about knowing that this one particular um, plaintiff, uh, a former plaintiff, was was only 17. Right? So I think that's where they've got her. Now
0: Now, I will say this. The defense to that is going to be where they were in terms of jurisdiction. Because if they were in a jurisdiction, I believe New York may be this, where the age of consent is 17, then her statement could be true that I never knew somebody was under age, as in below the age of consent, but I knew this person was 17, ergo I thought she could consent. There are some states where the age of consent is under 18, but... If that is the jurisdiction, then she could be true. Now they've got to figure that out. But still, because they have um,
4: they have several jurisdictions. He had a home down in um, uh, Florida as well, because that first charges brought against him in 2006 was out of Florida.
0: Yeah. So so it's going to it's going to matter on the jurisdiction. I just thought that the questions were uh, they were a lot of them were not that I'm trying to defend Maxwell or in what she's if it's. If, if it turns out that it was true that she did the things she's accused of, I'm not trying to defend that or anything. What I'm saying is that she was asked a lot of questions that were – there was no way you could give an answer to yes. that. It's, it's a gotcha question. I could
4: understand her being frustrated yes. with that at, for sure. Um, now, the f- interesting part is a lot what was redacted? Yeah. What information was redacted from this? And it appears that there are t- at least two Name. individuals yeah. – that were, their names were redacted, and the judge actually gave them time to file a brief to discuss whether or not they should be unredacted.
2: Well, here's an interesting and thing. And they're known as yeah. John Doe's here. They're not right, being
4: mentioned by name.
2: Right. Here's a, a couple more interesting things I found, Denise. I found that, okay, now the plaintiff, don't forget the plaintiff bringing this lawsuit was allegations that she was sexually, um, you know, molested as an underage uh Uh, Person and in those, uh, don't forget her stuff was unsealed and in there, she flat out said that uh, she was told to have sex with uh, Prince Andrew, uh, George Mitchell, and Alan Dershowitz. What's between you and I? That's pure allegations, Um, and because you know, person can say anything they want, right? Sure. Um, And I guess the question is, and I'm wondering, they won't do this, but what if she was caught lying and that wasn't true? Does that mean that she can be prosecuted? Uh, like Maxwell for um you know saying so, yes. uh, Ivan so but the, th- will it
0: i think the technical answer to your question is yes is perjury right? right the technical answer to your question is yes the political answer to your question is like not likely that they would right, take the victory. I agree with I, that. I, I thought it would have been interesting when they protect the names, they give the redaction, and they say, and they're referred to as John Doe. Well, we'll call this, we'll call him Prince John Doe. But, uh, <laughs> but nobody'll know who he is. But that's what we're going. to uh, – No, no, that's that's too obvious. Well, well, it's called Sir John Doe. That's, that's what it will be. President, <laughs> former president <laughs> John.
2: Former president <That's laughs> John. Doe. That's, that's John all. Doe. That's, that's all a that's joke, a by the way, guys. Yes, just yes, so yes. you know, yes. we don't get sued. Just teasing. Just teasing. Here's the <laughs> other thing that's interesting. The puppet. The puppet. That's what guys, wait, I thought you were going to say that, Denise. Tell about the puppet. That was kind of weird. They got asked these questions about a puppet. Supposedly it was a gift to a certain person. And let's not, look, innocent until proven guilty. I truly believe that. But a puppet in their likeness was given to them. And they used the puppet to create things or or what? Uh, it's
4: like, like sand play in a therapy yeah, for children. Therapy, yeah. It was like using that puppet to um, do to, to do
2: Weird thing.
4: Axe. And Gis Lane was alleged to have taken a picture of two young uh-huh. women uh, sitting on Prince Andrew's lap uh, uh, with the, the puppet. Right. Let's,
0: let's say uh, Prince Doe. Okay. So,
4: no, oh, no, 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 no. No, because, okay. because they called oh, him oh, Andy.
2: Yeah, okay, all right. Andy. All
4: right? right? <laughs> Randy Andy.
2: But, we, but again, <laughs> we're not saying, not saying... That was We're not saying... That was a puppet. snake. All name. we're saying is this is what is in the, at least alleged in these... Uh, depositions so yeah that, that isn't that bizarre using the puppet that, yeah I, I don't know and then then somehow what another friend virginia Roberts, sitting on someone's lap in a, a character of of you know some I, I don't know so many weird things i can't even figure out what's what in this deposition you know what 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 do you mean by that you know someone else so-called assistant is sitting on someone's knee, well, sitting on um, um, Epstein's knee. Epstein's knee. Yeah, and 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 you know, using that as an example, it's like all these weird things. But but they are redacted, um, and uh, they are using this this deposition in the criminal case to say that she was not forthright, which again I think can be a constitutional issue of if, if it, this deposition was truly meant had an NDA non-disclosure and was protected um, wh- why can you now be prosecuted for it that's that's the thing that scares me guys
0: yeah so, it anyway. is it is definitely look like many things that we deal with in society today things that we thought were sacrosanct or ironclad this is this is your protection. Protected information in the lockbox because of the NDA or the privilege or your agreement with the prosecution. Those notions, those concepts legally have been turned on their head. And people are scrambling to figure out where the chips are going to fall, where the dust is going to settle in light of that. And it's the uncertainty scares a lot of people and rightly so.
2: But Maxwell's deposition, just so you know, she flat out denies most everything, she, pretty much everything.
4: Uh, what I found interesting was they kept trying to use the word recruit. She was recruiting young girls for this sex ring. And they used those words. And she kept saying, I hired many people. So she was saying that she, they actually paid for the people's
2: you know, services. Well, it could have been out there washing dishes
4: or cleaning the house. I don't, or or flying the plane. Which, I don't know. Which,
0: which is interesting because if it turns out that people were paid for their services and they were sexual in nature and those people were underage that's, that's even worse that's for her. my point you're you're hiring the, underage prostitutes right.
4: and if you remember when what um uh, epstein pled to in my out of miami was prostitution yeah he that's what he pled to and they called the victims prostitutes
2: yeah yeah this is all crazy anyway it's all allegations that's what we say we're gonna be back talk about uh amy coney barrett hold on we're we're, we're in hour two.
3: As Fred just said, the second hour of Radio Law Talk is coming right up in just a little bit right here on RadioLawTalk.com and on many of our affiliated radio stations. So we hope you'll stay tuned for that as we continue after the top of the hour break. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com. A copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk, Incorporated.
6: You can donate it, whether it's running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation and save a life. They'll even come and pick it up for free. The United Breast Cancer Foundation has saved hundreds of women's lives through their free or low-cost breast screen exams. But now they need your help. The United Breast Cancer Foundation wants to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And donating your old car, SUV, or truck, whether it's running or not, helps pay for them. Plus, you get a charitable tax deduction. Help the United Breast Cancer Foundation save lives by donating your old car, SUV, or truck. Call now for free pickup. 800-280-2144. 800-280-2144. 800-280-2144. Call right now.
0: That number again is 800-280-2144.